Hey there, Village Church. Vicki Basinger here, and I'm sitting with Pastor Alex and Pastor Michael, and we are going through some sermon Q&A from June 27th, 2021, where we talked about practical evangelism for a confused world. And today is a doozy. We're going to hit on <laughs> <laughs> how do I get rid of Catholic guilt? You know, you know what's funny is that it's an actual psychological syndrome, and yeah, if you're if you're Catholic or you were Catholic, you know this thing. So a little little background on my life: uh, twelve years of Catholic school, all boys Catholic high school. This is kind of like kind of like bred into our family <laughs> dynamics. My mom was raised Roman Catholic, yes. and this is like really mm. so much of like I think her story. Mm. And uh, so I I our family left the Catholic Church though when I was four or five years mm. old. I was very young. Okay. Uh, we went to a Presbyterian church, but grew up in Catholic school. Yeah. So I, I saw all the ingredients of Catholic guilt being yeah. birthed in people. One of my gifts that my mom gave me actually was from a very young age was a simple, pure gospel. Mm. And it just over and over and over again, repeated that into my brain. Mm. But it really meant something for her because she had emerged out of a works-based mm. salvation. Mm. And so when I went to Catholic school, she actually gave me two big, like I would just say tools that helped me. The first was that pure, simple gospel, mm -hmm. um, that salvation is not by works, but mm -hmm. it is through faith in Christ. And the second one she gave me is, um, is that the Bible is true. Mm. And even if Catholics, for example, in Catholic school use magisterium or tradition, mm -hmm. minimally we both agreed on this. So right. we had that as a common yes. ground to debate on. So yeah. I would debate my, my priest back and forth <laughs> left and right and had a had a blast, but uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like, there are uh, <laughs> there this are. This is not surprising in, uh, to me. Actually, really? like, if you listen to to comedians uh, yeah. just talk, like, I think every other comedian has some example of Catholic. They do, yes, yeah, that's that, they, that yeah. they talk about. Yeah. Like, this is a frequent topic of conversation. And so, uh, so here are some funny and sad examples of Catholic guilt. Yeah. Uh, so, here it's from we go. an article, yeah, 20, from an article, signs, right? Twenty one signs you suffer from Catholic, from Catholic guilt. So, here's here are some good examples. Uh, You've caught yourself mentally going over what you've eaten on holy days, trying to remember whether or not you ate oh meat. meat. Yeah, I can't even. Dude, the fish fries. The fish fries. The fish fries. Oh my gosh! I love fish fries. Yeah, though, that was that was all lunch. The can't fact meat that if Fridays? I don't if I don't eat at a fish <laughs> oh fry, I would feel guilty for that. Oh, it's yeah. just like the amount name. of guilt for eating meat on a, like it's crazy. <laughs> I think my <laughs> my husband so would die if he couldn't eat meat. I know, right? Yeah. Well, you get a fish, so all fish you want. Here's another example. You know your wedding has to be in a church mm -hmm. because the mere thought of any alternative would leave your parents screaming for a rosary. <laughs> That's so interesting. That's good. That's good. All right, and then here's a, here's one more. You subconsciously get a little anxious when about to look or oh, sorry, hook up, hook up with someone <laughs> because making love is for one relationship only. Oh. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> like, so, I mean, there's so much there and uh, it is. Yeah. So I could just go on for days about this, but I remember my, um, my grandma and this is like part of it. Like when we left the Catholic church and she would sit down with me and I'd be in like, eighth or ninth grade and she we would debate about the eucharist and mm. about salvation and and she would say but you don't have the eucharist and I, it's interesting to this day like when i take communion i'm like I, like there's this like thing in the back of my head like does it need to be transubstantiation in turn of the real body and blood of christ <laughs> like this voice is in my head and i'm like i know that's not true but it's it's right. like it's it's there so all right, what is catholic guilt uh simple definition catholic guilt is uh, the reported excess guilt felt by Catholics mm. and especially those who have lapsed mm. or who have left the Catholic yeah. church. Mm. And uh, I'd love to give like a little bit of just framework because mm. I think Catholic guilt is a pretty obvious thing why it exists. So 
uh, here's here's one thing. Like when you have to face a priest, mm. like every time you mm. sin and then give vocabulary to yeah. what you've done, that's going to reinforce just the reality of like, <gasps> and then you hope your priest is not judgmental mm. and it's preferable right. that he's behind a thing that you right. can see his face. Yep. Um, you go to Catholic school with nuns and priests. I'm just telling you, like that'll do it. Like you have your shirt tucked out and they are whoosh, like, oh, like that's I mean, incredible. so you actually get this, like if a priest walks by me, I still have this like reflex of mm. am, I, am I in dress code? Like that's, that's a, so interesting. That's a, oh, an interesting thing. Uh, rule obsessed Catholic parents, mm. like must must follow the rules, must follow the rules. And, and a really strict Catholic parents, huh. parents sometimes just a little bit differently. This adds to it. Mm. Um, implicit or explicit threats of hell regularly. Mm. Um, certain kinds of sins are going to lead you directly yeah. to oh, hell yeah. or the, if you have too much of one, one thing, thing or mm. was your, was your baptism legitimate? Have I taken communion? Mm. This is why my wow. grandma was obsessed with the mm. Eucharist because this was preventative mm -hmm. for damnation to yeah. a degree. And so in her mind, like if you don't have that, what protection do you actually have yeah. for your soul? That's I mean, so, so you can see how all of this adds up. And so imagine you're an ex-Catholic and you go to an evangelical church and they, they celebrate communion three times a year. And you're like, Whoa. So Catholics love <laughs> Village enough. Church because we have communion <laughs> every, every week, week. Yeah. and they're like, this is great. And it, it's actually satiating this, this Catholic guilt, so which is, which is oh, super hilarious. So there's a simple remedy and the remedy, it's not like one of those pills you take and then it's mm. gone. People who have Catholic guilt, like mm. they deal with this pretty much yeah. most of their life to a degree. Um, but the extent to whether or not it controls you really comes down to whether or not you've learned to preach the gospel mm. to yourself and to remind yourself mm. of the truths mm. of the gospel. So I wrote down a few thoughts here and I'll share them. Mm. The true gospel dispels gospel untruths that mm. lead to Catholic guilt. Mm. For example, fear of divine retribution for the child of God. Mm. Uh, it is very normal in Catholic guilt that you are afraid God is going to kind of come at you in sort of like a karma kind of way. Mm. Yeah. Continual guilt over sins confessed and already yeah. Oh, yeah. forgiven. Yeah. Like when you bring your sin to, to God, they are removed as far as the East is from the mm. West. You might have to deal with mm. like consequences sure, on sure. earth, yeah. but God is not here punishing you. You and God are okay. Mm -hmm. But right. there's this continual guilt over, over sin. Yeah. Shame for your past failures. Uh, shame is a, is very much a Catholic mechanism mm. used by moms and dads to kind of keep people yes. out of sin. And yeah. I would just say shame is not the best like no. actual motivator to, it'll stop somebody from sinning big once but it'll ruin right. them for their life yep. mm. um the need for external perfection mm. um That's is so very real particularly in works-based faiths and then finally the need for internal perfection mm. and um so we we just see this that uh all of these things are reflective of what and i, and I, I want you to hear me when i say this like because i think this is very important uh there are things that an abusive dad would do mm. Mm. and so Whenever you have any That's, perversion mm. of the gospel uh, and you, you think to yourself, would, would my father ever do this? Mm. Uh, it, he wouldn't. Yeah. Well, like it's, uh, so these are all identity questions, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what are you finding your identity in? Well, uh, apparently with this whole Catholic guilt system, it is keep finding your identity and how often mm. you fall short and the, the yeah, multiple yeah. ways that you remain in brokenness, yep. the multiple ways that you can't match up to what anybody's expectations are mm. of you. And the gospel gives a totally different identity. Yep, mm. it, it's why, so right now, I'll just speak for Village Church, we have a handful of former Catholics mm. who have begun attending 
And there is something about the gospel that breathes freedom and release mm. to our soul. Mm. And right now, there's there just seems to be a in our area and this time and place, there mm. seems to be Catholics who are wanting a pure, simple gospel. Now, right. if I'm talking to a priest, um, no priest would ever want you to live in Catholic guilt, mm. right? But the system and the structure are yeah. working around a works-based gospel, mm-hmm. which inevitably makes your relationship with God performance-based and your relationship with your priest yes. and your parents and your nuns and your priest. It's so interesting because the, the there are kind of like two ways of escaping Catholic guilt. I have some Catholic friends of mine and some might opt for a true gospel, which yep. would be the preferable way, but some actually opt for uh, uh, a false gospel of even like denying things mm-hmm. like the resurrection, mm-hmm. denying miracles, saying that that stuff didn't happen because you know really this is about you becoming a really loving person, yep. right? So they they they're so tired of the guilt, but the way that they get out of it is yep. having to change the gospel absolutely in some way. So when the real antidote is the simple, the pure real, gospel. true, pure gospel. Yep. Yeah, amen on mm-hmm. that. So I mean, Catholic guilt goes away slowly. Um, but as you proclaim the gospel to yourself and your children and you share a pure gospel, um, it has a powerful impact every time, every day we wake up and we tell ourselves, I am not condemned by God. I am loved by God. Um, these are not self-help mantras. These, this is what I want my child to wake up every day when they look at me and to know I have no condemnation for them. I love them. I am for them. Um, I want to support them. I want to help them become who God's made them to be. I think when we start to understand that our heavenly father is not an abusive father, mm-hmm. um, but the, what we want for our kids to that degree is probably mm-hmm. more accurate to mm-hmm. God's heart than yes. maybe some of the systems mm-hmm. that have, have grown up around Amen. that Catholic mm-hmm. guilt. So yeah. yeah, hope that helps. Amen. Well, thank you so much for explaining that. I think that all of us can be in prayer for our Catholic friends mm-hmm. um, and also just continue to share mm-hmm. that pure gospel uh, with those who are you know in need of that. So, yeah. all right. Well, thanks for tuning in this time and we look forward to seeing you next time on Sermon Q&A.